Hello everyone, welcome back to Ensuing Confusion, your friendly actual play podcast. We're playing Scum and Villainy in a campaign world of floating landbergs and political intrigue and, and chips what go through the air. Uh, I am your producer and game master, Connor Sheridan, uh, and I am joined today by Kitty playing Quell the Mystic. Hello, I am here to taste things so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh, Tony playing Augustine the Speaker. Howdy, y'all. Catherine playing Gadget the Mechanic. We're glad you're joining us today. And Cleric playing Myriad the Muscle. Hello, I have muscle. <laughs> <laughs> we have muscle, you can too. <laughs> <laughs> If Myriad wants to take lo- like take a, a veteran advance and a cheerleader or something, that's just a little preview. Um, and we're picking up... Um, sorry, were you going to say something, Kitty? I was just thinking about Steel Bun's Thighmaster, Tracker of the Nordic Lands. You can't say my secret magic name on the podcast. <laughs> now everyone will know. Damn it. Steel Bun's Thighmaster, Tracker of the Nordic Lands. Um... <laughs> But uh, we are picking back up um, after a uh, a pretty, I'd say a fairly fairly tense, uh, <laughs> but you know a productive uh, meeting of the crew of the Beluga, um, where you know you you uh, you worked a few things out. You you know sort of discovered that your um, passenger had been carrying these weird tubes called filters. That were actually filled with stuff that seems to be made from some kind of, you know, spirit. But it's not spirit anymore. It's just like the remnant that has some kind of strange, powerful effect on substances. And according to your passenger, Chalice, also is, you know, uh, has sort of a a powerful effect and is used in concert. uh, Used in in sort of like a weapon system almost that they've, they've... they were kind of goaded into bringing along with them as a means of protection in the uh, dangerous vast. And unfortunately you found that out through Myriad's friend Shad, who was kind of obligated to tell the elders of the Landberg that you're on currently. But, you know, Shad being a, a, a good friend just said that they uh, are, are, are going to give you a little bit of a heads up so you can at least get out of there before uh, shit starts hitting the fan. Um, and I think that's where we pick up with a shot of the beluga in the sky. And don't worry if there's things you need to do on Arbalon still. That's what flashbacks are for. I just want to get us right into the action. Um, the beluga flying through the, through the vast once again. Um, it's little, it's little fin-like wings angling the breeze. It's little rotors spinning. And what I want to ask all of you is, since you'd pretty much settled on going to Subita next, uh, and sort of a convoy with the cool name goes here, um, what route are you taking? And you can look at the map, and I've made two of the possibilities that I think you'd probably be most interested in. Um, Obviously, you can do your own, but I just figured I'd lay those out there to start with. You can head sort of mm, vast-wise northwest, 
through the Gold Ward, through the Fulmer Ward. Uh, I'm guessing you'd leave Dime a wide berth, since, you know, for all you know, that place is still locked down, and you're still, like, actively wanted there. Well, not wanted, wanted, that's its own system, but, you know, Protectorate Affairs would like to have a few words with you. Um, or would you like to head uh, vastwise southwest, potentially taking a pit stop at Gypsum Heights, um, where, you know, you could, you could maybe do some R&R or look for some of those spices. Uh, I'll remind you of the move for Gypsum Heights, which could be, um, pertinent given what you wanted to do. Let's see. Ah, yes. Uh, the bridge market on Gypsum Heights is famous for its stalls full of spices and preserved foods. Take plus 1d to acquire assets related to luxury or opulence. When, when you cut loose, you may clear an additional 1 stress for every cred you spend to increase the result, doubling their effectiveness. Gypsum Heights is also where our restaurant is. Yes, yes, yes that's actually, I meant to bring that up too. If you stop there, then you could actually finally pick up your cut of the business. <laughs> You know, given that one, we could always use a little bit more coin, and two, if we're essentially flying to a uh, a challenge where we're going to be cooking slash serving food, uh, a catering challenge, that's the word I was looking for, it never hurts to bring Augustine somewhere where he could get extra nice fancy luxury items. Good point. What is, uh, what does the rest of the crew think? How do you feel? about this route i know you have a captain but like i don't know if that's really an official title or if you're just like well somebody should be the captain first things first i think our podcast listeners will really appreciate the map that we're looking at right now Mm -hmm. um you're going to have to visualize this on your own but yeah i'm all for going to gypsum heights it's been a hot minute since we've been there um I think it might be the safest route. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, oh, sorry, I was going to say that's where Myriad's fiance is. Technically, no, all Mary- of our fiancés. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Yep. For some reason, I was thinking they were on time, but nope. Which yeah. purple is that? Solomon? Uh, Solomon purple. Yep. Solomon purple. Okay. Yeah, I think the red root. All right, the red southerly route (laughs) with a pit stop at Gypsum Heights. Uh, All right, so we see uh, the camera pans around. I think we were looking at the Beluga from its uh, four before. Is that right? Ship terms? Um, uh, And we swing around to its stern. I'm really getting myself into trouble now. We got like four and aft, right? Four and aft. Or stern and aft. Yeah, fore and aft are your front and back, and stern and bow are your, or, yeah, left and right. Wait, no, port and starboard. Port and starboard, yeah. yeah. I think fore and aft and stern and bow might both sort of refer to the same thing. I think you're right. The I ba- think you're right. The yes. bow is the front, the stern is the, the stern rear. stern is the back. And the fore is, is forward. Four oh, yeah, is I front, aft is, is back. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. maybe fore and aft can be used just about anywhere where it's like, where is this on the ship? It's fore or it's aft of where we're standing. I don't well, know. What, so <laughs> bow and stern are the locations. Yes. When you're going fore, you are moving forward on the ship. Got it. When you are yes. moving okay. aft, you are going backwards. Yes, that's All what right. I was saying. That's Got right. It. Gotcha. Good, okay. Good job, team. 
Port is left <laughs> and starboard <laughs> is right. And I always remember port is left because it's the same number of letters as wow. left. Yep. Starboard. Didn't you teach me that, Kitty? Did I? <laughs> Maybe I like a did. wiser, younger version of me. <laughs> but I'm anyway. not saying I went to a Yeehaw High School, but <laughs> boater uh, licensings was part of our curriculum, but I couldn't <laughs> tell you one way or the other, even though I am a licensed boat operator. I am also a licensed boat operator. Me too. I didn't. Well, I knew you needed a license to operate some kinds of boats, but <laughs> you have to like take a safety class. Oh, okay. yeah. You know, I might be too. I don't think I am, but I might be. I'm leaving the possibility open. Anyway, when the camera swoops to the stern of the uh, of the beluga uh, and pulls back, and we see it's uh, riding right alongside the cool name goes here, which is kind of like an. I think it's probably an older and a little bit junkier looking, but like nice junkie. You know, they, they, they've tried to fix it up a little bit. Shabby uh, chic. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> and in the distance, uh, we see Gypsum Heights growing larger. Um, and I think, you, you know, you already worked this out with, um, with uh, Aller and Affy that this is going to be your first stop. And they're, they're fine with that, you know. They'll, I'm sure they'll find some things to do while you're here. Maybe try to. Well, I guess they won't be offering any baths because the baths are the baths are full of meat. Um, but yes, um, so you pull up to your old berth. Um, you know, you probably so probably the same one you used last time. And I think we said the east tower because there's four towers. Um, and the same, the same. Um, uh, I kind of briefly described this last time. The way that most folks get up and down and around the towers is they actually use these. There's, but they're basically sky ships, but they're mm-hmm. purpose made to be elevators. Um, so they just kind of go up and down along the outside. Uh, it's a lot, you know, it's faster than taking the stairs. It's it's more accessible, um, and they're all crewed by like pensioners. So I think this is the same one you ran into last time, and it's it's Oscar, Oscar the uh, the sky elevator operator, who you know is is happy to see you all, and just starts you know of course recognizes recognizes you well probably recognizes Augustine, and then recognizes the rest of you from Augustine, um, and you know asks you know uh, oh wow how was your trip it's uh, it's been a little bit uh, yeah well, what'd you get up to out there get any good hauls in. <laughs> Oh, we've been here and there, you know, just just seeing the what, wards. Guess, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I was about to say vast, but it's like nope, wrong, wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I hear, uh, I hear gull wards. Nice. Never been myself. Never been off Gypsum Heights. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen? Uh, oh well, no, I guess you haven't. You just said you haven't been off the carbon <laughs> trees there. Those are quite quite interesting carbon trees you say huh well maybe when i have some vacation time racked up i'll see if i can get out that way uh anyway this is the central floor here wait a second you don't have vacation time how long have you been doing this oscar (laughs) (laughs) oh i've been doing this ever since i retired from uh, azimuth uh i was a Oh, wait a minute. I couldn't have done that. Then I would have gone to other Landbergs in this one. Um, 
<laughs> oh no. Asmith reserves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um I think let's see. Uh yeah, no, he's just oh I've been doing this ever since I closed up the shop on the on the you know central market area. Oh hmm. ten years now? Hmm. Yeah, I can see why you might need to put in a little more time before they're gonna let you cut loose. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there eventually. Um God, what was what was the name of your contact here? Um was it Thula? Thula Hazud, the counselor of yeah, the East Thula. Tower. Yes, uh, Thula's always telling me I should I should take my time off now, but I just I just keep pulling it up, you know. I'm I'm gonna have a real big blowout one of these days. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm sorry for talking yours off. Well, I gotta tell you, you're gonna want to stay away from the uh, food replicators in the South Tower, or blowout is definitely what you're gonna be experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Younger, more foolish days. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Oscar waves you off as he, uh, you know, uh, brings it up to the central area, which, uh, or rather the central floor, which connects to the, the bridge that, you know, like the, the market is on the bridge and that's how you get from one tower to the next. So unless you have somewhere specific to go, that's that's where people tend to drop you off. Uh, so yeah, here you are on Gypsum Heights. Uh, I think the river last time was right above the market. Um, this time it's a little bit higher. It's kind of at the part of the, the cycle of the year where it's kind of lifting up. Uh, eventually it will start lowering back down again and there will be about three, four weeks where the market is submerged and thus closed. Um, but hey, they don't have to clean it that way. They just wait for the river to sweep by. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the Landberg is yours. You, you know, what's here. I can give you a refresher if there's anything you don't remember. Well, I know we probably want to, uh, stop by our restaurant and take our pay. (laughs) Yes. That was in the North Tower, right? Yes. The snobby tower. Mm-hmm. The tower that it isn't so keen on outsiders, or they like outsiders going to the market so that they can spend money, but they don't like outsiders going anywhere else. Um, but yes, you have a, a share, a significant share of the Rivercrest Cantina, um, and you can head there first. Looking for Jam Wigliff. Oh shit! I forgot I named any of them. Jam <laughs> I came up with names for them again, uh, <laughs> but no, we'll, we'll go back to Jam. That works. Um, do you remember which one Jam was? Was Jam the the Mater D or head of or front of house? That was the only name I had, and then I have Mater D, sous chef, and bus person. So I'm guessing you might have only named Jam. Okay, <laughs> Jam is the Mater D then, because um, I think that makes the most sense. Let me. Let me revise my notes here because I honestly <laughs> did not remember. I saw that I had come up with jam- somebody was Jam Wigliff, and I was, then I laughed when I saw that name because <laughs> how could you not? Um, okay, sorry, Townsend Marty, you're just gonna have to be somebody else. Jam Wigliff. All right. Uh, and yeah, you can you can head up there. Uh, I think it's, you know, a few floors up in the North Tower. It's got a nice view of the river this time of year, hence the name Rivercrest Cantina. Um, And I think the first thing that strikes you about this spot 
is that it is it's i'd say it's probably getting into evening now like a little bit later evening since you left dime or sorry you left arbalon mm-hmm. um late afternoon uh and there's a line out the door um but the you know people are kind of grumbling about it it's not like uh ooh you know, this is this is exciting. Let's try this new place. It's more like a what the hell is taking so long kind of line. We leave the restaurant in Jam's hands, and this is what we come back to. <laughs> they don't have your special array of herbs and spices. They're probably just using jam on everything again. <laughs> well, you know, Jam's Jam, always trying to get that brand off the ground. Um. And you can you can walk in. Uh, I think Jam is probably you know uh, busily helping some some folks who have come up. Um, you know you see behind his his shoulder into the dining hall proper that like they have the normal they have the normal of normal number of bleh, they have the normal number of tables set, but it's not like they aren't using all of them right now. Um, and uh, Jam kind of looks up. And notices you and kind of like, you see the micro expressions of (laughs) gritting his teeth and then forcing a smile um, and saying, oh, uh, you, yes, please, uh, please take these menus and and, and take any, any open table. Uh, Please, please help yourself. Uh, And then turns from the, uh, the, um, the people he was helping over to you and is like, ah, so good to see my business partners again. Welcome, welcome. Um, were you looking for some some dinner? Well, I was going to say, I wish we could say the same, but it looks like you're uh, running it into the ground, old Jamie boy. Running it? <laughs> That's a strange, funny way to put a line out the door. <laughs> a line of unhappy people. And unhappy people who have mouths that don't have food in them have tongues that are going to wag, if you know what I mean, Jam. Well, quite, quite, of course, of course. Yes, um, Nolly, Nolly, our head chef, is is taken ill tonight, and it's uh, made for a much slower run through the line. Um, it's uh, no big deal. I'm sure she'll be well tomorrow. Uh, Augustine, he's he's lying. Yeah, <laughs> Augustine, well, lying about the chef being ill. Um. You don't have to call him out on it. I just wanted to uh, make sure you had that little data point. And uh, just uh, as a side note, I'm going to try to remember to tell you when people are lying. Okay. But also, please feel free to be active when I don't say anything about that. Okay. Because I, I will certainly forget at some point or another. We just need to give you a macro where you can click lie truth to whisper it to me. God. <laughs> <laughs> but then I need to remember to put the macro. Um um, well, Augustine's just going to shake his head, walk past Jam into the kitchen, and see the state of things. Okay. Yeah, it, it is as Jam said. Um, the sous chef here is here. Um, that sous chef is named Langer Bliss. I've named named people now. Um, and, you know, there's some folks who I don't think you met last time, some line cooks. It's not a huge operation because, you know, it's um, it's not a huge restaurant, um, but uh, they're, they're moving. You know, they're not like sandbagging or anything, but they are uh, 
there, you know, some some of the line cooks are complaining about, you know, the way that Langer is running things, how, you know, Nolly run, runs things better. So that that at least sounds consistent. They're in the weeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when, when Augustine goes in, he's going to, you know, speak up loud enough to get everyone's attention. Uh, so what can I do to make all of your jobs easier? Because we've got a line out there that needs feeding. uh i think langer looks up and is like taken aback didn't realize you'd walked in at all but recognizes you and is like oh and you know the price the color drains from his face again and one of the line cooks is like are those oh those are the sushi people aren't they (laughs) Um, and langer's like how'd you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the line cook's like, well, because you look like you just saw a ghost. Um, and they ate like, your lunch in that cooking competition. And Langer's like, shut up. Uh, uh, Langer straightens his, uh, you know, his, his chef's hat. And he looks right at you and he says, well, if you wanted to get on garnish, then I suppose, you know, just, just make sure you wash up first. So if... If that's where you need me, Augustine goes and washes up and starts garnishing the plates. Quell, what are the rest of you doing? I was yeah. going to say, Quell hears Augustine in there putting the kitchen to rights and uh, says, oh, you know, Captain, Captain's got a Captain, Captain's Captain <laughs> the kitchen, you know, that's what Captain <laughs> yeah. does. <laughs> so are you... Uh... Well, what are the rest of you doing while uh, Augustine is is busying himself in the uh, at the garnish, sta- garnish station? Well, Gadget does not have the same lie detector as Augustine, but she does immediately go into conspiracy theories. There is no reason why a successful restaurant in the North uh, Tower District should be uh, having lines this long, and a restaurant running this inefficiently. So she is going to be immediately. Uh, taking a look around and seeing if there's any foul play at hand. <laughs> hmm. Um. So, how, how how do you mean looking for foul play? Like, what are you what are you looking for? It just seems to be a little suspicious that um, ever since that we left here and placed this restaurant in our charge, that things seem to be running uh, less smoothly than ideal. Uh, 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 clearly, somebody's trying to sabotage our net gain here and when our credit is on the line things are things are turning a little bit more serious i think you overhear um i'm not going to make gadget try to talk to people for this i'm going to be nice and say you just overhear (laughs) uh one of the nearby tables uh, is like yeah it's not usually this bad um we sorry we had to wait so long Uh, uh it's on me it's on me um, and their their date immediately seems to perk up. Um, but yeah, so you, you're getting the impression that this isn't like necessarily an endemic thing. It's not like the whole place has just gone to crap since you left. Um, it does seem to be related to that chef being out of here. Uh, what about Quell and Myriad? <laughs> well, um, Quell's going to be looking around, and as soon as she... she hears the unhappy people and looks around the the uh, kitchen, looks around the dining room and sees how inefficiently it's it's being run right now. 
All she sees is lost money. Money just flying out, flying out of her hands, flying out of her, her pouch at her waist. And that is not something that Quell is okay with. So <laughs> Quell is of two minds. She's like, I can either offer my services here for whatever needs to happen to make this place run more efficiently, or I can uh, do what needs to be done to help speed the the healing of the the chef, the head chef who clearly needs to be here. Are you voicing that to Augustine? <laughs> I think that she would. She after she looks around and is like, "We are just losing money hand over fist. This is unacceptable." Because part of that money is ours. She's going to head into the kitchen and be like, "So, Captain, I'm of two minds on this. I can either uh, chip in here with whatever needs to be done, or I can go check in on the head chef who seems to be missing, who's, um, I guess, sick." Maybe see if she needs some chicken soup or something else to heal the body and the soul. I think it'd be good to go and check in on our sick chef and see what you can do to help them along and why they've been away. All right. You got it. You can count on me, Captain. Quite looks very excited to have been given a task by Captain. <laughs> All right, so you'll need to figure out where they live, but I think um, if you just ask one of the line cooks, it probably shouldn't be too tough. Yeah, that's that's um, the plan. What's this yeah. person's address? Chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Langer's busy. One of the, the line cooks, probably the one who is uh, giving Langer shit about, you know, being trounced so soundly at that cooking competition will tell you, oh, oh yeah, that's real sweet of you. Uh, hold on. Let me, um, and they ladle up some soup and they're like, yeah, uh, take this up to, uh, let's see, floor. What was it? Uh, floor 12. Yeah. Floor 12 room 32. Of this tower? Yeah. North tower. All right. And, uh, how long has the chef been out? Oh, just, uh, since this afternoon, I'd say, um, this afternoon. I don't know. They've uh, they've been having a little bit more time out recently. I guess uh, some kind of some kind of recurring issue. I, I I didn't want to pry. Sure. And Quell's like, no worries, because uh, prying's what I do, prying <laughs> and picking. And uh, Quell takes the soup and is ready to go. All right. Are you going on your own, or are you going to bring anybody with you? Uh, Quell goes to Myriad and and Gadget and is like, so I've got some nice tasty soup here I'm going to bring to our missing chef. Anyone care to uh, escort me? Uh, You're not going to feed the, mis- the the chef the soup that they that we were just given, right? I mean, I might if the chef requires it. Uh, do you think I should bring a spoon? I figured a chef would have one. <laughs> what kind of chef needs somebody to bring them soup? A chef who's too sick to make their own soup. Maybe it's a special healing soup. If it's a special healing soup, then they would never get sick, and it sounds like it's a recurring issue. Well, maybe this is a special healing soup that was made for the first time today. I don't know about this. Myriad, what do you think? Myriad is a little bit confused as to how the soup is a special healing soup all of a sudden, when it was just normal (laughs) soup before for the rest of (laughs) 
the restaurant. Um, but if it's magically special healing soup now, that's cool. I'll go with you. Are, are you talking near the kitchen? <laughs> or did you like pull away some? <laughs> I mean, didn't aim to specifically talk near the kitchen, but didn't aim to specifically move away from the kitchen either. Paul probably just walked over to where Gadget and Myriad were and was like, hey, want to come with? <laughs> I think the line cook probably pokes uh, pokes his head out of the window and is like, "You're still that's just soup. It's just soup. <laughs> it's special healing soup." <laughs> you know, for a crew of smugglers, the Beluga crew here are probably the least subtle uh, <laughs> gang ever assembled. Um, <laughs> Uh, and the the people who are eating nearby kind of look at their soup and they're like, is there something wrong with the soup? And the line cook is like, no, it's just soup. I gave them some soup. To- One of our cooks is sick, but the soup is good. So I said, could you guys get out of here? You're kind of causing a soup. Look, it's special healing soup. You should be extra grateful that you came in today. That's what's taking so long. They're adding the special healing ingredients. Drink up. Get a second bowl. <laughs> the person's date says, oh, healing soup. Well, maybe that's why it's, yeah, that, that that must be why it's taking so long. Yeah. Healing soup takes extra time. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just your regular average soup. You got to put all of the healing into it. Don't mm-hmm. you feel rejuvenated? Myriad <laughs> tries to shuffle Quell along. <laughs> Where are we taking this, Quell? We're taking it to floor 12, room 32 of the North Tower, which we're conveniently already located on. All right, let's let's get going. All right. So as Quell exits, she makes sure to loudly mention the spectacular healing soup repeatedly <laughs> next to the line of people that are waiting and saying, oh my gosh, it's... It's handcrafted, home-cooked, using rare healing ingredients. It's slow brewed and <laughs> comes up with artisanal. It's artisanal and free range soup is what it is also. <laughs> I think uh, one of them kind of grumbles as you're walking by. Well, it's got to be better than that crap I got on dime. Oh. I don't even know what that stuff was made with. Oh. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Quell whips around and is like, if you're talking about Mama G- or Auntie Gina's chicken soup, then watch your mouth. <laughs> they just close their mouth and they give you a very strange look. <laughs> and then Quell dusts her hands off. Well, aside from the one that's holding the soup. So I guess dust mm-hmm. a hand off. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's right. <laughs> you get Auntie Gina's name out of your mouth. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even remember that that was her, her name. I just remember she had the most high-pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry for slandering your soup. Her voice is beautiful, and it's a lullaby that sings <laughs> angels to sleep. <laughs> and you go in there, and you enjoy this almost as good soup. And they just nod slowly, and they turn away from you. Okay. They're not talking to anybody. They just turn away. <laughs> uh, all right, we can cut uh, from the three of you brushing past the uh, the crowd the line outside the agitated line which is now at least hopeful about this healing soup to the door 
of um, what was Nolly's Nolly's room, Nolly's suite. As so, as Augustine's been garnishing, he's mm-hmm. also been catching where Langer's been shorting the spices, the salt, and just mm-hmm. just starting to you know add in spices as he garnishes, and is slowly kind of. Yeah, you know, he's he's chatting up with the line cooks and kind of working into the line and slowly speeding <laughs> things along. Okay, um, <laughs> go ahead, and that that sounds like a, a fortune roll of some kind. Um, and I'll give you a bonus die for using your uh, luxury item of spices if you haven't checked them yet, which I don't think you have. Augustine, mm. make sure you just add a little something to the soup to put a little pep in their step, <laughs> if you get what I mean. Well, I'm making a healing. <laughs> a little a little extra pep, oh, Augustine. You do, have, you do have the clawed of hand, though, actually. So I hope you bandaged that before you started working. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so that's one up, one down, I'm afraid. It's just a straight roll again. Okay. I don't know. With everything that Augustine puts into their body, I kind of feel like, you know, if some of Augustine's blood did get into the soup, it would be like that would put the pep in their step. What were you rolling off of, Augustine? I just clicked fortune. Oh, okay. Well, okay. (laughs) I would use one of your actions. Okay. Um, and if you think it would be study, then we can keep that roll. But if you think Ooh, it would be something that you have dice in, look at then um, you can roll again. Damn. I feel like it would potentially be... Oh, let me look at these. It'd be either command, consort, or sway, but I always forget like where to use which ones. Cause I'm Although like, it could be study, though, now that I think no. about it. Because you have study, right? Nope. No. It is not studying. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> um, if you wanted to frame this as you kind of taking charge of the kitchen, yeah, that could definitely be a command. Yeah, um, we can we can do command, so I can re-roll yeah. and yeah, <laughs> go ahead and, and re-roll. Does Captain bust out his cooking cherry? <laughs> okay, so you got a five, which is a good result on a fortune roll. Uh, and yeah, with you on garnish, um, you're like, I think the person on garnish, uh, Kitty, correct me if I'm wrong with all the cooking shows that we've been watching, <laughs> but they're actually the one who's kind of closest to heading things or like handing things off, right? In yep. Hell's um, Kitchen, they do say yeah. garnish runs the kitchen. Exactly. So... I think you're able to kind of whip things back into shape uh, and the line starts running more smoothly. Um, The line cooks are all liking you. You know, obviously you're instantly personable. Um, You're making several (laughs) friends here tonight. Langer is, I think, if you got a six, I would say that even Langer starts to come around, but (laughs) you didn't. So Langer still dislikes you. (laughs) But a five is five is good enough. Yep, so you are getting that kitchen in order. Uh, and uh, the, the customers are happy. So, Quell, Gadget, and Myriad, what are you doing at the door to this apartment? Well, Quell would go to the door, but she'd listen real close for a second because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what she's walking into. And, you know, she's had enough scrapes on dime to know that sometimes you don't just knock. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can listen. Um, you don't hear anything. Mm. 
How nice does this place look? Uh, I think the North Tower um, keeps itself looking pretty nice. You know, it's got, um, they do kind of micro agriculture here. So I think maybe the walls have some light greenery on them, especially in spots where, you know, there's windows to the outside. Uh, it, it looks, it looks nice. It's not, you know, super elegant, but I think they do try to make themselves look like the classy tower. Nice. Uh, and there's a one way in, one way out, unless the person plans on climbing out a 12th story window. I mean, from what you've seen of all of the other suites you've been in, um, and from what you can tell, most of them are pretty similar. Yes. All right. Uh, and what was the name of this cook again? They mentioned the chef. Uh, let's see. The head chef is Nolly Mismar. Nolly. All right. And pronouns for Nolly? She, her. She, her. All right. Um, well, Quell looks at, at Myriad and Quell looks at Gadget. It's like, shall we make a, a house call? Mm. <laughs> I'm still not comfortable with delivering this suspicious soup to the chef but it's not suspicious that's the only way we're going to find out how nolly got sick you don't think it's from the soup do you i mean it now that she's <laughs> say it now there's definitely going to be a way to relate the soup and the lifted up river to nolly's condition but we have to study her a little bit more first so we can't jump to conclusions just yet that would be crazy well uh prize open the top of the soup and sniffs it Smells like pretty good soup. Um, let's see, what is it? It's um, it's probably like a, uh, kind of, kind of, you know, it's a summery. I'd say this is kind of a summery season here and um, in Gypsum Heights. So, you know, it's kind of like a summer vegetable soup. Well, we've been playing for several minutes now and you haven't stuck your finger in anything yet. I was um. about to. I wasn't just going <laughs> to stick my finger in here. I was just going to drink it. I was going to drink a sip of it just to make sure it's not poison because, you know, I'll probably be fine. I've put worse things in my mouth, but, you know, if somebody's already sick, I don't want to put it in them. How chunky is the soup? Is this a drinkable soup or something you need to eat with a fork or chopsticks or something? Make a steady roll. No, uh, it's a, <laughs> I mean, it's a somewhat chunky soup. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think chunky. if you had a decently sized spoon, you'd probably be all set. Chunky just means you need to open your mouth farther to pour it in. Huh? Um, A pair of, uh, you know, kind of dressed up, uh, a dressed up couple kind of like walks up to you. See, you know, you're all kind of blocking the hallway. They kind of like, you know, clear their throats, you know, a hem, can I get by you kind of thing. Look. (laughs) Eyeing you oddly. Unless you've got a spoon, butt out. <laughs> and they're like, are you even from here? <sighs> Let anyone into the towers these days. Clearly, they're also sick with them clearing their throats and making these sounds. <gasps> uh, something seriously contagious is going around here in Gypsum Heights. <laughs> uh, and the other one just says, like, I'm telling our counselor about this. This is ridiculous. It's just whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Let's just go. Uh, they walk past you down toward the toward the elevator ship. Quell shrugs their shoulders and is like, whatever, I better captain sleeping with their counselor anyway. Who's the counselor? I guess it doesn't uh, well, matter. The counselor of the Northern Tower you haven't met. The counselor of the Eastern Tower is Thulazad. 
Quell shrugs again. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, all right, so you have this closed door here. All right, Quell. And you also have the soup. Are you going to drink it? Quell is going to take us an exploratory sip. Mm-hmm. It smells good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it Quell's like, might as well take a little bit of it. Make sure that it doesn't immediately cause me to drop dead. You're so brave. Uh, yes, Chalice would be sad if you just dropped dead due to soup. Well, they're just, you know, like laying low in the beluga like I think they usually do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be kind of sad if soup did me in, given all the other things I've been through. But, you know, that that's, that would serve me right for for not just <laughs> drinking Mama or Auntie Gina's. But yes, go, you can take a sip. Can take a sip. Tastes like soup. Tastes like good summer vegetable soup. This is some reasonable soup. I mean, it's not anti-genus chicken soup, but it's, it's okay. So Want some? after you have <laughs> taken a sip of that soup, we are now going to give that soup to somebody else. Yeah, I don't have any diseases that I know of. <laughs> It's part of the urchin soup cocktail. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> drinks a little bit. Yeah, I mean, in fact, I probably got all kinds of like good bugs in me that'll fight whatever bad bugs this person's struggling with. I'm practically a probiotic. I don't know what a probiotic is, but okay, <laughs> sounds sounds okay. Auntie Gina says that her soup is full of it. <laughs> What'd you say, Myriad? I said, Gadget, does that sound legitimate? A probiotic? Uh, I know less about probiotics and more about robiotics, but hey. nevertheless. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all I know is Auntie Gina mentioned that her soup is full of probiotics, and maybe probiotics are like professional robotics, mm-hmm. like little professional robots that fight bad germs. <laughs> all right so the soup tastes fine right. uh you're not feeling woozy or anything immediately and you still have a closed door in front of you what are you doing uh well closes up the soup and is like all right time to make a house call and rap a tap taps right on the door okay well uh myriad should myriad kick down the door should i <laughs> should i just kick the door down just immediately, like knock, <laughs> knock, boom. <laughs> I ask, I ask Gadget and Quell. I look at them both. I mean, not yet. But if no one answers, they might be in distress. She, she might be having an emergency, and then we could be heroes. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so yeah, knock, knock. No answer. Five, ten, fifteen seconds. You don't hear any movement inside. Knock again. Same thing. All right. We respected their privacy by knocking first, but we'll uh, assert our dominance by coming in anyways. <laughs> oh my okay. God. So, Myriad, are you just taking this door down? Um, no, I will try to open it normally first. Oh, oh okay. Whoa. That's, that's Whoa. <laughs> wow. okay. That was not on the this table. This is the new Myriad Star Spindle, everybody. Um, but, but I'll do it really aggressively. um you aggressively grip the handle and turn it with all of the anger boiling inside you at the at the 
you know, people of your land were just immediately asking you to do crap for them when you've been <laughs> gone for so long, and you just visualize that you're turning, turning, um, elder, elder, uh, God, Arna's face, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't turn. It's locked. Gadget, can you pick this thing, you know, like <laughs> as efficiently as you pick the lock on Chalice's uh, box? Or uh, Chalice's trunk? <laughs> I never mentioned how I got to Chalice's trunk. For all you know, it was unlocked. But yes, absolutely, Ken. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, if you want to pick this door, I'm guessing it looks like, yeah, you have the space to mark your... I think we said that spy gear was a uh, <laughs> was a lockpick. It is now. Oh man, I just imagine you having some like Fisher Price esque spy gear set in bright yellow and orange plastic. <laughs> oh, what was the video recorder from Home Alone? What was that brand? That that whole oh, the audio the, the recorder. Whole, yes, a whole like spy gears oh, yeah. targeted towards kids so like in the late 90s. Like a talk boy or like a yak back or something like that? Yeah, he definitely had a talk boy. Uh, Kevin <laughs> McAllister definitely had a talk boy. Uh, and, uh, one of my neighbor, one of my friends who was my neighbor had one and I was so jealous. Um, <laughs> but yes, okay. Uh, so to open this door, I think it would be controlled standard uh, if you're using those picks. Uh, let's see. What is actually what is your crew tier now? It's I think it's still one. It's still it one. Two? Okay. Yeah, it's it's one. So yes, it'll be standard effect because I'd say that this door is also tier one. Um, and that's a rig, correct? Yep, you could definitely rig to do that. Okay, that's a six. Yeah. So, uh, if it hadn't been controlled, you would have gotten <laughs> a gambit. But it was controlled, so. See, gadget. You still just open it. See how good it feels to use your powers for good and not for evil. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's subjective, but whatever. That's okay. As we're breaking into somebody's house to give them possibly poisoned food for good. Uh, yeah, for good. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. And you. You. The door pops open. Uh, you can, you know, open it pretty, pretty quietly. This is probably like the most uh, smooth thing that Gadget has done in like weeks. Uh, <laughs> and the, the door swings open on its on its hinges, uh, and inside it's it's um yeah it's a little dark because it is like later evening now, um, but it's all it's all still in there. I'm concerned Hello? about Gadget turning her mind to criminal endeavors. <laughs> but I push that to the back and go behind Myriad as Myriad leans in and calls hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The hello kind of echoes inside. Um, you know, the it's, it's a decent sized apartment. looks like it's, you know, tastefully furnished, um, at least from what you can tell with the lights off. Um, and you don't hear any voices come back. I clap twice. <laughs> is there a clapper do the lights come on do the lights turn on <laughs> no but two hands reach out from behind you and clap like that really scary scene in the conjuring oh, God. oh that is um, a scary scene oh no, no, no. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> we're not going horror all of a sudden. Uh, you clap twice, and the claps kind of echoes down the hallway. Um, and I think you hear, like, a neighbor pounds on the wall and says, Keep it down! With clapping? With clapping? <laughs> yeah, I guess they're kind of persnickety. Wow. Okay. okay, no, 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 no. Something's not adding up here. For somebody who's been sick and frequently sick, they should not be vacant from their own home. If they were actually sick, they would be here right now. Where is Nolly? I mean, is there a hospital? Could they have gotten, or could she have gotten extra sick and maybe that's where she is? Um. I mean, there's probably like some, there's probably some kind of an infirmary set up here. Yeah. Um, where theoretically people, sick people who are sick could be taken. Quell, mm. Quell starts to move in. Quell doesn't like to be taken for a ride and starting to look like Nolly might not be so sick after all. <laughs> all right. If you want to kind of look through the place and see if you can get an idea of what's going on here, now that you're pretty confident that Nolly mm-hmm. isn't home. Uh, or if she is, she's like in her panic room. Um, don't you guys have a panic room? <laughs> um, uh, you could make a roll of some kind. You could even have it be a group roll if all of you are helping out. Yeah. Oh, we should absolutely be studying her her domicile here. Absolutely. I mean, I think we should probably shut her front door so that you know her persnickety neighbors don't stop by. But... Uh-huh. Otherwise, I think that uh, I think it'd be helpful to look around. Okay, so yeah, you don't have any gambits left right now, unfortunately. Um, but to look through this place, um, I think it would be uh, I'm going to call it risky standard. Um, and the most of the risk here is just like you know it being clear that somebody was going through your apartment or it taking more time than you want. So who's going to be the leader of this? Uh, Studying for suspicious things is basically my whole deal. Uh, (laughs) I'd like to leave this if you guys are okay with it. Who who can take the stress? Not I. Uh, I think that's Gadget again. (laughs) Okay, cool. You said Risky Standard, is that correct? Yep, and you'd all make that roll because it's a group roll. Risky standard, what, study? Or mm-hmm. what? Okay. Study. Oh. Okay. Gadget's How? high is a three. <laughs> Myriad's oh, high man. is a two. Quell, you have the. Okay, Quell comes in uh-huh. with the saving five. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Gadget, you'll take two stress from the two failures. Um, and it was what, the soup. The soup buoyed me. So, we see two things happen here. Um, and I think the first thing that happens is, yeah, the first thing that happens is you're searching around, um, you know, you're, you're trying not to just turn the place over, but still, you know, like seeing if you can find any sign of where they went, um, why they're not at home when they said they should be at home. And I think you pull open a drawer and you see a note um, the note has like a little, uh, it looks like it was like kind of folded around something or crumpled around something and then kind of laying flat again. Uh, and the note says, put this somewhere they won't see it. Uh, and then there's a little hyphen B. 
Nolly doesn't stand or doesn't start with a B unless it's uh, like a silent B. Like Nolly. <laughs> Somebody's planting a bug device. Guys, this is why we always have to take a moment and look around our surroundings before we have any audible discussions. <laughs> well, clearly we require, you know, code names then. We haven't said our names to each other yet, have we? And, and as you all begin to deliberate on what your code names for each other will be, we cut back to uh, Augustine in the kitchen. Um, and the risk which manifests here, the consequence rather, is that Nolly has just uh, shown up <laughs> and walks into the kitchen and immediately gives you an odd look. And Langer kind of gives uh, immediately gives Nolly a look and is like, oh, Nolly, feeling better? Uh, and Nolly's like, yes. Much better. Thank you. I see we had some unexpected assistance. Um, Augustine, right? Good to see you again. You as well. You sure did recover quick. Oh, yes. You know, it um, It comes and goes. They're lying. Oh, yeah. Or she's lying. Well, anyway, I'll, I could at least help you uh, finish out these last few and, uh, and clean up. And then uh, I imagine you'll want to talk business, eh, eh co-owner? Oh, I definitely would. <laughs> all right and yeah you can i think at this point because the the risk um was that you know it took a little longer so there's you know they're getting close to close um you get the last few tables sorted out and then you can kind of talk business with uh nolly langer and jam Good old Jam Wiglyph. Count every time I think of Jam Wiglyph, I just think of Councilman Jam from Parks and Rec. You just got jammed. Um, it's it's a good show. You should watch it anyway. Um, and yeah, I think I think they're going to be, you know, they're trying to be pretty. They're not like beating around the bush here. They mostly want, you know, they respect the fact that you have that. Um, that you have that partial ownership and, you know, this is the business arrangement they have. And, you know, um, Langer also finally kind of begrudgingly admits and admits and thanks for your help in the kitchen. Um, you know, we were, we were a little short staffed tonight because of Nolly's, uh, Nolly's bad stomach and Nolly's right. Mm. Nolly just kind of nods and is like, mm, yes, I appreciate it. Well, what kind of co-owner would I be if I didn't lend a hand when I was here? <sighs> Oh my gosh, do you show your clawed up hand when you say that? Do you show your clawed up hand when you say that? <laughs> yeah, it's just resting on the table. I think they're all trying to avoid looking at it. Um, oh no. And uh, so the way that this is going to work is I'm going to treat it very much like a vice den in Blades in the Dark. Because why make up a new thing when you can just file the name off of an old thing? Uh, and the way that Vice Sense and Blades in the Dark worked was once per downtime, you could roll, uh, I think, equal to your tier and then uh, get that many coin. Now, for us, since you're only partial owners, you will roll um, the Cantina's tier, which is tier three. Pretty good. Uh, and then you will get half the coin because you don't own the entire establishment. Is there anything Augustine can do to, to goose that up a bit? Augustine's got all kinds of tricks. Well, actually, Augustine already did, because since you were able to help out here, uh, I'm going to give you a bonus dice. Instead of rolling three dice, it'll be four dice. Okay, so one each. 
<laughs> yeah, sure. If you if you all want to roll, that's always fun when you do. Uh, and then we'll take half the amount of whoever rolls highest, and that will be the credits you receive from this little venture of yours. I got a six. I got a six. Okay. Well, let's nice. see if you crit. Let's see if anybody gets another six. Not me. Oh, oh. not me. <laughs> or in a one and gadget with a four. Four. Okay. So no crit, but Augustine did get that nice six. So they uh, they open up their books. They run through them. Um, I think Augustine, if you want to like, they're not like showing them to you, but like if you say like, hey, could I take a look? They'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, and they total everything up. Uh, and they cash out three credits worth of payment. Um, and worth pointing out here that credits aren't like, you don't have a coin that is a credit. You know, it's like a kind mm-hmm. of a more abstract measurement of a, of a decent sum of money. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just click them all off in the uh, ship for now, which will fill that up. Cool. Um, so as I'm looking at the numbers, because Augustine would want to look at the numbers, mm-hmm. I'll kind of flip back through the days and how have the previous days been looking compared to tonight? Um, well, I think uh, so after you can kind of flip back because it's probably been what, like you spent about a week on Subita. And I think your travels before that were probably like another week ish. So probably like a week and a half, two weeks since you were here the last time. Okay. Um, uh, I think for probably the first week after you were gone, it's pretty consistent. And then for the half week after that, um, it kind of dips a little bit. And then if they see you, if Nolly sees you kind of like scrutinizing, like what happened here, um, she'll say like, oh yeah, that's, that's when the stomach started flaring up. And she's like, uh-huh. man, is, is Nolly freaking embezzling to pay off somebody? <laughs> I'm not oh. even there. I'm just like sitting here listening to this, hearing that you know, the <laughs> stomach started acting up at the same time the, the uh, profit started to dip. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, why don't you let me take a look at it? Yeah, I've got a little bit of doctrine under my belt. I might be able to help you out. <laughs> Oh, oh no 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 that's not at all after uh or like actually no they don't say anything about the soup uh no after after that rest uh I, I'm, I'm feeling better it's really no big deal oh but um, but this is a reoccurring thing and you know i can't have one of my top workers here you know sick all the time i'd, I'd like to see you up and at him and doing what you do best uh, and I think at this point, one of the line cooks who's finally, you know, take the, the line cook from before, um, call, uh, we'll call him Vel. Uh, Vel has taken off his apron and, you know, is getting is heading out for the night and is like, oh, uh, Nolly, by the way, does that soup help at all? And Nolly <laughs> just kind of gives him a quizzical look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, it, you know, just kind of like pauses for a second and then langer kind of looks at nolly and nolly looks back at langer and then is like oh yeah the soup yep thanks and the the line cook just says like yeah no no problem 
like, why are you being weird about this? But then they're not paid enough to keep wondering about these things when they walk out. The delicious soup you would have gotten to enjoy, Nolly, if you weren't full of lies. <laughs> uh, and anyway, at this point, um, I think they stand up and they say, well, it's uh, it's past closing time. We're going to head home. Or Nolly says, I'm going to head, I'm going to head home. Good to see you as always, Augustine. Don't don't be a stranger. Oh, don't worry, I won't be. And yeah, Augustine's not going to push this. Um, he's going to save some conversation for Gadget to let Gadget do what Gadget does. So she stands up and uh, you know grabs her jacket and starts heading towards the elevator. Now the three of you. I'm guessing you've settled on your code names by now. And you know that some time has passed. And the audience knows that Nolly is now heading back. But you don't necessarily know that. So, no. But again, you do know that it's been a little bit, bit. So what are you doing? Well, Quell has taken this note from the mysterious bee that says, put this somewhere where others can't find it or whatever. And it's fairly... It looks like it was kind of wrapped around something. Yes, I was going to say, it's fairly certain that because the note was so easy to find, what the note is referring to must be whatever it was wrapped around. And so Quell is like, okay, this was clearly wrapped around something, something important. And Quell being Quell holds it up to her nose and takes a long sniff. <laughs> um, hmm, it... It probably smells a little bit like grease. Um, you know, <laughs> not like the cooking grease that we <laughs> that you smelled those those many moons ago. This is more like you know machine grease. Hmm. I see. Well, I know who knows a little something about machine grease, and uh, Quell, Quell being Quell takes this uh, takes this note with the scent of grease and immediately, like, but in a very friendly fashion, crams it under Gadget's nose. And it's like, what does this remind you of? Gadget does not need to smell the note and smell the uh, grease on the paper parchment to already jump to conclusions that this is clearly a tracking device or a listening device. <laughs> We, we know it's not going to be in this room because clearly if if B or whoever B's contact is was going to plant a listening device here, it would ruin it ruined Nolly's secure deposit on this loft. We needed to find out where this was implemented and where Nolly was. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that we've got to trail Nolly. We've got to track where Nolly's been. Hmm. I just hope our trail didn't go cold. Well, that's why I'm telling you to sniff this thing. Maybe we can get some idea. I mean, G G Gadget could sniff it, but I think Gadget would also smell machine grease, you know? Right? <laughs> um, so where would there be a place that there would be enough machine grease that it would be all over whatever was wrapped up in this paper? Um, down the hallway, you hear the... Um, the lift operator who I think was um, just like a very 
I don't want everybody in the North Tower to be judgy assholes. I think this is like a very quiet old lady who just always kind of has like a smile and a distant look in her eye and just says like, have a good night, Nolly. This is, uh, this is your stop. Don't, uh, don't be a stranger. And, um, if you could bring me some more of those cookies, I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Uh, Nolly says like, yeah, yeah, of course, Dinah. Um, and, uh, you hear that down the hallway. Quell takes the note and shoves it in her pants. That is the only place no one will search her. <laughs> what floor are we on? 412, room 32. All right, so there's no jumping out the window, but hold on. Do we have anything, anything on our persons that we could fashion like a Maintenance is in your is in your apartment right now for an emergency work order sign. <laughs> Just a hang over the doorknob. Um, and hope that Dolly doesn't recognize us as her, you know, employers. We just have this soup. I mean, Nolly was there when you were all competing in the contest. <laughs> um, but if you just wanted to try to fashion the sign to keep her from even walking in, I mean, you, you could try that. Maybe, is there a place we could hide, like, that's near the door, so that when Nolly comes in and goes into the living room, we could, like, slip out and then knock and act like we just got here? (laughs) Um, I think you've been in the apartment long enough that you probably got an idea for some hiding places you could use, you know, some, like, dip into the pantry kind of thing. Um, So, yes, you could definitely try something like that. Uh, if all of you want to hide, it would again be a, a group roll. No fire escapes. This is not OSHA compliant. <laughs> I mean, are there ceiling panels? Can we heft people up there? Myriad can make us a ceiling panel if necessary. You know what? Sure. Yeah, they have uh, they have drop ceilings. Why not? <laughs> oh no. All right, we are totally gonna like die hard this. We're gonna get into the air vents and we're gonna crawl out. God. Okay. Uh, so, what does this look like? Uh, Myriad will lift Gadget and Quell up into the into the ceiling. I guess. Nice. Okay. Hey, come to North Tower. Have a few laughs. <laughs> now I have a caster gun. Ho, ho, ho. Um, all right. So if you want to, uh, chances are we're looking at a scramble to try and get them up there real quick. Yeah. Um, and, then I, and then I'll like try to climb my, like figure my way up there too. Do I want it to be a group roll or a setup roll? Hmm. I think this is a setup role, actually. <laughs> I think Myriad is setting you folks up, uh, yeah. and then sneaking out would be more of a more of a, a you know a different role. Um, so this is risky standard, uh, because Nolly is still pretty far down the hallway. Uh, maybe not even like out into the hallway proper yet, but close enough that you are able to hear her voice. Okay. Um, risky standard scramble yeah and i think you could either i'll just tell you right now that um 
ordinarily sneaking out of here without going up into the vents and all of that would be um, limited effect. Uh, probably risky limited. So you can choose to either increase the effect level or um, improve your position if you uh, if you do this setup properly. Okay, so Myriad gets a five nice. on their scramble. So let's see. I think this, yeah, I'm just going to give you a heat here because they're not hearing you or she's not hearing you, but the neighbor is and you've made enough of a scene here that you're going to get a little bit of heat and you can try to resist that consequence. Crappy neighbor who got mad just from you clapping now hears us in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to try to resist that. Um, I'm going to okay. try to be a little bit quieter as I lift them up. Okay. Yeah. So, so you know, you're, uh, you see like a part, a part of the panel start to give and then, you know, you know, like, you just like hold it up and you're like, no, other side, other side, other side, balance, balance. Oh um, my God. Quill, do not spill the soup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to hold the soup with one arm God. while dragging myself. Thank goodness. Quell like was malnourished as a child and it's oh, just able God. to like like slide through like a snake <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so yeah go ahead and make a prowess resist in that case <laughs> Ooh, four and three ones so you'll take two oh, stress ouch that was... the heat does not heat up not as bad as it could have been without the four yeah that could have been <laughs> a really bad roll <laughs> Oh, yeah, because no. let's see, if you'd gotten all ones, then you uh, would have taken trauma. I would have. <laughs> and you're so, you're, what am, you're so proud? Is that what prowess would be? You're so proud. You're so, so proudful. Proudful? Yeah. You've got so much prowess. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, yeah, I'm trying to think what that would be. You, you have so much poise. I don't know. Um. But yeah, so at the last second, you manage to um, kind of redirect them, uh, and you can all get yourselves up into the vents. Um, and it was going to be risky limited before, uh, but it is now. Um, well, actually, yeah, that was risky limited. And were you trying to increase the effect level or improve your position? Um. What this looks like is limited. You're not going to be able to get all the way out of the apartment with one roll. Standard, you will. Yeah. Effect. Improved okay. effect. North Tower just has some really big rats. Risky standard. <laughs> and this is I still mean, a scramble roll. Fortunately, you are are all pretty small. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as, as it works out. Um, no, this, this roll... If you're being sneaky, is a group roll, and it is uh, probably Skulk. Okay. Because it has to be the same for everybody. Who is leading this? Great question. Um, I can spare the stress, <laughs> but uh, I'm speaking in broad strokes here. We're going to get at least one failure because I am not very prowessful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you could push yourself. You could uh, accept a devil's bargain, you know. Ah, uh, that's not as much fun. Let's <laughs> let the dice roll where they go. So I, I can lead it. I got enough stress. 
Okay. All right. So, Gadget, you're leading the way out. We we tossed you up there first. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and me in my gangly little nerd arms is going to try to hold myself steady without falling through the ceiling and <laughs> leading you guys where to go. Well, I mean, if there's one thing that Gadget knows how to do, it's like how to bug out, right? <laughs> yep. That is true. Guys, I've read about this in a book. I know how to do this. <laughs> I fantasize about this in every single shower I've taken in the last seven years. We got this. <laughs> all, all seven of them. I know. I was going to be like, all seven? <laughs> a long time ago when I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right. So let's see those skull curls, everybody. Risky standard. Nice. <laughs> okay, one from Gadget. Risky standard. Three you said? from Myriad. Risky standard, yep. What the heck? Oh, oh no! <laughs> so that's failures all around. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Why is this so bad? This is actually the first time I've ever gotten a, a, a total failure on a group roll. So let me make sure that I, because I don't know if it still costs stress. I have a feeling it does. Does this mean we're gonna break Nolly's ceiling? I said. <laughs> I set up this action, didn't I? You did? Yes. Yeah. It would have only cost one stress. One stress to push? To push. Oh. Uh, you know what? Yeah, because you haven't gotten any mileage out of that yet. No, I'm I I'm going to go ahead and rewind and say that okay. anybody who wants to push can spend one stress and then you will roll one mm. die. And then we'll use that instead because you don't want any of these dice. <laughs> so what are we doing uh since myriad has a cool ability mm -hmm. that lets uh you only spend one stress to push yourself on an action that they've set up mm -hmm. uh you can spend one stress to push yourself and roll another die if you want we're re rewinding a little bit all right let's do it so we're just gonna roll another die on top of what we've rolled yes all right well, I've already taken the zero die. Well, there we go. Uh, a five is better than a one or a two. Yep. Um, and All right, Myriad, look at that. A six. Um, since for my roll, I had zero dice, do I just take the second die of my original roll or not? Um, just reroll one die. Reroll? Okay. Yeah. I feel like we totally just Prince of Persia this. <laughs> basically i mean you know obviously it is a little bit nicer knowing that you wouldn't have done it before to be able I'm to push okay yourself now but i'm not okay with failing so hard that connor has to stop <laughs> the game and find out how bad we mess things up <laughs> i feel like definitely the soup would have been spilled and just, it would have been really dramatic uh, you probably would have crashed through those ceiling tiles, which is a, a great image that you'd put in my head. Um, <laughs> but um, I wanted uh, get I wanted Myriad to be able to get some mileage out of that ability, Yay, and we'd job, all forgotten Myriad. about it. So, and we should totally say for later accounting, Myriad helping heft both of us up into the ceiling before hefting themselves is one hundred percent solving a problem using their brawn. That's true, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, because I'm definitely going to forget about that later. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked up multiple people and put them in the ceiling. Let's see. Although I think for you, Myriad, it's an 
allies push costs only one stress on any action you set up or assist. So you would still have to spend two stress. Yes, I will take my stress and uh, get closer to trauma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dancing real close to that trauma line as well. But because of that, we take the six, which is a full success. Yeah. Uh, And the camera shows, you know, um, I guess Myriad's uh, foot would be the last one up. Pulling up and then the tile settling in place as um, uh, Nolly walks, opens the door, walks into her apartment and, you know, shuts the door behind her uh, very gently. You know, she's used to having neighbors hollering at her. Um, (laughs) Just the faint scent of soup lingers in the air. uh And um, you know what? I don't know how you get out from the drop ceiling out there. We but the camera either. doesn't need to show that. You got out. <laughs> I'm sure there's like an air duct or something you could find that connects. And then you could just John McClane your way out of there. Yeah. And if anybody sees us, we're telling them we're working for maintenance and that there's rats. <laughs> if anybody sees us, no, they didn't. <laughs> so where do you link back up with Augustine? Do we just leave the soup in front of the door? <laughs> up to you i'm not eating it i do not trust food i did not personally reconstitute myself okay i think i think maybe we just leave it on the doorstep and knock and run away (laughs) like a baby (laughs) like a baby how fast are babies running in sumida no she's like leaving a baby on the doorstep yeah, <laughs> babies running around playing, <laughs> playing uh, knocking. I can't remember. What they ding dong ditch. Ding dong ditch. Yeah, yes. I was thinking of ding dong ditch. I wasn't thinking of leaving like a child on a doorstep. God damn. Well, in Town, you know, or in Arbalon, they all are bungee babies, and in Subita, they're they're ding dong ditch babies. <laughs> It's your problem now. Oh, gosh. That's we'll swaddle the soup up first. <laughs> Leave a note pinned to its chest. It was going to say a very special style of parenting called hot potato. Except they raise their children in Subida. It takes a village. Uh-huh. 